It's the Morning News Express, 610 at WFMD. And as uh, they said, Rod Tanner said on the uh, weather, welcome to the first day of summer, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look at you going to the Orioles game in a few hours. Did you know that was a a 12 o'clock first pitch when you got the tickets? Absolutely. That's why we're going. (laughs) Right? I thought to my... As soon as I get off the air, yeah, shower and uh, get grab something to eat, and off we go, man. Yeah, that is really cool. So I thought to myself when you told me you were going to the game on Wednesday, I said, "Great, he's going to be totally depleted of energy on Thursday." But not so because you guys are probably going to get home no later than what six? Yeah, I would say the latest six, yeah. maybe. You uh-huh. know, I mean, it's a good hour and a half away from us, and the Orioles uh, came up big yesterday. I, you know, it's it was funny. I was watching. And I just thought to myself, I said, man, the Orioles have got to be tired because they don't get a whole lot of days off anymore. They really don't. I mean, they have a couple travel days. But it's just like, okay, when you're traveling, you're miserable. you got to, you know, slump your bags around and, uh, you know, you've got to travel. Baseball is a grueling game. And the fact that Cal Ripken Jr. broke Lou Gehrig's all-time consecutive game streak played, to me, is astounding. It's just one of the more remarkable feats in sports history, for sure. Yeah, they say that, you know, traveling, I mean, you know, that uh, that kind of a streak will never be broken. I mean, of course, Cal Ripken broke it. I mean, records are meant to be broken, but that's going to be one that's going to be real tough to do I, I don't in even, the modern-day yeah, sports era. I, I don't even know if somebody's going to want to break that record because in a day where you get time off just for being a $100 million athlete, you get time off just by virtue of being a significant athlete. I don't think people even have that mindset. Not the type of mindset that Cal Ripken Jr. had. Remember in the 90s when he broke that streak, all the national coverage centered on people in Baltimore, blue-collar workers that never missed a day. I think those kind of workers are gone because people are, Chris talked about it in the 5 o'clock hour, people are looking to switch jobs, they're looking for more money because their friends are getting more money. So we live in a more entitled society that I don't think would lend itself to a record being broken like the one that Cal broke. Yeah, well, I would agree. I mean, it's a it's a different world now. Of course, obviously, uh, the people who probably do that are dairy farmers. Um, they don't take a day off very nope. often. So, nope. and they don't they want do. any fanfare for it, right? So. I'm gonna again. We'll have my sign um, that look for me. If it's uh, broadcasted, and it usually is, it'll say Ryan. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you going to uh, snap some selfies for Selfie Day from the is, park? Oh, is today Selfie Day? Today is National Selfie Day. Well, then you know, obviously, I will. I have my. I don't have an Oreo shirt. Um, because I was going to buy a jersey. I used to have one. I think way back in the day, I was going to buy one. And then I was just like, nah, I really don't. I mean, I, I have one Warriors. you could wear, but it won't yeah. fit you. Right, that's the problem. <laughs> I, you know, I had to, we had to get Omar the tent maker to make me one, and um, and I was just like, nah, I'm gonna wear my. I have a Maryland shirt, 
which is the uh, a shirt like the sh- uh, that has the uh, flag all over it, yeah. Maryland flag. Or now I could say the Frederick County flag. Um, I have that, and then I have a I, I bought off of eBay. I bought a, oh, an Orioles hat, so okay. we're good to go there. Because I used to have a, I, I wore my Keys hat. So do year. they not have any opposing team shirts at at Rays Stadium at Tropicana Field? I know. I you know what I I l- did not look last year. I do. Know know that they did they had a because uh, last year i was looking for an orioles hat i didn't have one and i wore again i wore my freddie keys hat and um then i was like i was gonna stop in in a, in a town and buy one and then i'm like and eh, you know nobody's gonna care whether i have an orioles hat on no because and then they did have one they do have like a what do you call that a major league baseball apparel yeah. store yep and I, I, I didn't worry about it. All right, let's uh, recap the Orioles' win yesterday, 8-6. to six, And I'll tell you who had a hand in it in sports right now, 6-15. And as always, when the Orioles do get impressive victories like the one they had last night against the Rays, they break out the long ball. And Santander to deep right field. This ball is going out of here. Keeps it fair. Sends it out. It has been the Orioles' night so far. They lead it six to nothing. And right. Anthony Santander has hit number eleven on the season. And it would go to seven to nothing. They would then blow that lead, but they did go on to win eight to six thanks to a Felix Bautista save on his birthday. It is six sixteen at WFMD and WFMD.com. Good Wednesday morning. Six nineteen at WFMD. Bob Miller, Ryan Hendrick, the dynamic duo. The dynamic duo, my friend, back in full effect. It wasn't the same without you for two days, two whole days. Well, you. Oh, that's right. You did work on Juneteenth. I did. Yeah, I did. Of course, I did. Okay, you didn't vandalize a McDonald's or anything. No, no. I see that video. I, I, I did, and I also saw the video where the Chicago teens were obstructing progress and the ambulance trying to get that gunshot victim into the ambulance. Did you see that? I didn't they see that one yet. They were twerking. They were twerking mm. against the ambulance. You know what twerking is, don't you, Bob? Oh, yeah. Do it every, they do it daily. I'm doing it the, right now. Out on the streets. I'm twerking right now. I actually don't think I could do that. I think <laughs> I might break a hip Ow, or I, I just uh, I, I just pulled the hamstring. well how sick is that i mean how i mean really how how bad are we becoming as a society i just you know i don't understand and i was like the video of the kids in the in the mcdonald's um and you know they looked young Mm -hmm. and look old they looked young they were like young teenagers and i'm thinking to myself boy i'm glad i wasn't there because I would have racked a few heads. Yeah. And then what, what happened? I would have been the one who got arrested. So th- this young journalism uh, guy that I refer to all the time that used to work here, I don't want to call him out by name, but we got into it on Facebook a few Again? months ago. Uh, no, no. Okay. I, I'm just kind of resetting the conversation for context. So we got into a conversation about teen violence, and he told me I was blowing it out of proportion. There was nothing to see here. And as it turns out, He's an advocate in North Carolina for a, a center that deals with uh, teens and, and, I guess, systemic racism and all that BS. So anyway, Atlanta, 
Bob, is the the latest city to implement a curfew. I'm going to play a report from a, a Fox 5 Atlanta reporter named Alex Whitler because the city council there, and that's Democrat-run Atlanta, they're fed up with teen violence. The new curfew stipulations mean parents with teens under 16 caught past curfew three times will have to attend anti-violence programs together. A string of deadly gun violence involving young people was the gut punch that started curfew conversations. In the fall, 12-year-old Zion Charles and 15-year-old Cameron Jackson died from late-night violence. 16-year-old Briasia Powell's shooting death after a graduation party last month was the last straw for Councilman Lewis. Good God willing, we'll be done save some of this some souls out here. His ordinance, which passed Tuesday, keeps the current 11 p.m. curfew as is. Where the heck are the parents in this whole equation? Yes, I mean, it's a very good question. Very good question. But then again, um, when you read things like that, I just saw a story that I think I pulled up of where you want to know where the parents are? On vacation. A mother left her 16-month-old baby alone while she went to Puerto Rico and Detroit on vacation. You got to be kidding me. No, I'm not. And I'm like, obviously, there's a mental issue going on, at least in my mind. Nobody leaves their kid like that. Um, But, you know, when you sit there on a daily basis, parents aren't allowed to, they don't, a lot of them don't involve themselves in their children's lives because some of them you will say that the inner city kids can't because they are parents are working one or two three or four jobs so i think i think there's another side to this that we don't look at all the time and i think people are having babies to get more welfare money i think that happens a lot in the inner cities, you see single mothers having babies with multiple women, uh, multiple women, multiple men, and you know you could pop out six or seven babies and get a major tax break at the end of the year. Why would you work when you could have kids for a job? When you can have kids basically for sport? The more kids that you have, the more you're on the government dole, and, and I think. Sometimes that that is a symptom. The inner city violence that we're seeing, and even in Frederick County, as it infiltrates this good county, this once good county, is symptomatic of bad leadership at home, bad parents, people that are neglecting their children. You do not commit mass atrocities against society like this. If you're a juvenile teen and you're shooting people, unless you have very, very bad parents, unless your father's not in the picture... And unless you've just been instilled with zero principles and zero morals. Well, yes, but uh, let's let's not just, you know, gloss over the fact that some kids are just bad. They've got outside influences are just bad. And they, and parents, even though they try to do the best that they possibly can, um, are being lied to by their kids sometimes, and their kids just run around with bad influences. Um, and that's a shame. It happens, and you go, well, hopefully they'll grow out of it. Well, a lot of kids don't grow out of it. Yeah, at what point do you grow out of shooting somebody dead on the street in broad daylight? I mean, that that yeah. is happening more and more. And some of the stories that are coming out of, again, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, you're talking about 13- and 14-year-old gunmen People, kids pulling the trigger, they have no value for human life. 
and you're right. We we talk about this all the time. How did we get here? How do we become so morally corrupt in society that a child would rather pick up a gun than a book? A child would rather sell drugs during school time than go to school and better their future. How did we get here? Well, I mean, um, we highlight it on TV, in video games, music, and just, you know, sometimes kids are just stupid. I mean, let's just be honest with you. It's uh, trying to fit into the uh, crowd. You know what always scared me? Look, I wasn't uh, the most innocent, wonderful person that you know and hear every day today. I mean, I did some stupid stuff. You know what scared me? It's the thought of going to jail. Mm Mm-hmm. I did not want to go to jail. Did yeah. not want to lose my freedoms. Today, I don't think that scares the youth and young people anymore, or I even was, older people. I, I was so scared of coming into contact with a police officer when I was young that when we did come into contact with police officers, it was yes, sir, no, sir. What can we do? We would fall. Their their word was bond. Their word was the final word. And we were probably even more scared of our parents than we were the police because we knew that our parents would, would go hard on us and we didn't want to let down our folks. It's 627 at WFMB and WFMB.com. Good dad, the morning mayor back on a Wednesday. We check traffic and weather together and we're going to the newsroom all straight ahead right here on the Morning News Express. News Express on WFMD. Good morning. Bob Miller, Ryan Hedrick. Ryan, I happened to go to the beach yesterday. Lucky you. Well, it wasn't. I mean, people screaming, oh my God, a whale, beach whale, beach whale. Oh, climate change. Just... Climate change. Immediately you thought no, of they the... they were talking about me. I was just laying on a blanket. <laughs> That's all I was doing. Oh, man. I told <laughs> my... I, I said I was... This is a very bad joke, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway. Tell and I, I was looking around uh-huh. and, um, you know, just kind of people watching. And I kind of thought to myself, well, this is a very uh, nice family-oriented beach because I don't see any real inappropriately addressed people. You know, now we did see a guy in a, you know, in a Speedo that shouldn't have been in one. Um, and there were some ladies who sh- should uh, that were wearing thongs and stuff like that. I told my wife, I said, you know, there's told her say there. I said, there's no inappropriately dressed people on, on this beach. And I said, and I can tell. I've been looking for an hour. Um, she just kind of shook her head. But I, there are people who wear bathing suits that should not be wearing them. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Cover up. Oh yeah. People. No. So what Men constitutes? Do. I mean, I'm not what saying constitutes somebody that shouldn't be wearing a bathing suit? Obviously, they're. Let's play the stereotype game. Obviously, obviously, they're overweight, Bob. Right? Mostly, yes. Okay. Is and, that is that your only no prerequisite? I, and I guess I just feel different because I don't I don't like to be you know because I know I'm a big guy and I don't like to parade around. Um, but there are and it's mostly women I would tell you oh, okay. that um, that don't care and wear these tiny little bathing suits and I'm like you really need to be covering <laughs> up. But there's no, sh- and I guess there are people who feel differently than I do. Right. And then I guess there is no shame about it except for the fact that, you know, obviously people are going to be like, 
put something on and you know and the guy who's walking down the street with his you know his belly hanging down to his knees with a thong on or a, or a speedo on Bobby, Dude, what doesn't, are you doing? it doesn't none of this matters you know why because they can go on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and buy an expensive filter and filter all of that stuff out, and then suddenly they're down a hundred pounds. They're looking good. They're lean and mean, fighting machines, and they're tan. And the Florida sun. None of that matters with the age of the filter. Oh, yes, it does because the filter's <laughs> on the computer. The rest, I'm stabbing my eyes out. But I had a good time. I had a really good time. The beach. I, I didn't think I'd get. I got a little sunburnt. Uh huh. Not too bad because I'm pretty tan anyway. But uh, yeah, so I mean, we had a good time. The beach is nice, but it was—it's uh, a lot. I mean, if you go to the beach, and I know we got to go to a break, but it's a lot to pack everything up. My wife does a great job to get everything ready to go to the beach, and then schlep it to the beach, and then you know you're there for a couple hours, and you schlep it all back. <laughs>